0: How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing, able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. Well, 2020 is turning out to be freaking nuts. You're on another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Lizzy the Gifted. Uh, date of recording, May 31st, 2020. Wow. What we thought 2020 was going to be and what it's turning out to be is really different, huh? Like, I bet you November and December 2019, how hyped were you for 2020? Like, really think about it. I was so hyped for 2020 new you know new you know new decade new me you know what i'm saying new decade new me all the 2010s was leading up to this moment 2020 my year baby boom kobe bryant dies in january wow things got real when Co- when when we knew kobe died uh covid-19 comes around like one of the biggest pandemics ever world shuts down economy shuts down people are wearing freaking masks and apocalypse suits all over the damn place we're just starting to wind it down with the covid right businesses are opening up states are opening up but then another innocent black man gets killed by a cop and these riots are, okay, let me let me explain how, this is how we know how real these are. I live in a town called Walnut Creek, a.k.a. whitey, whitey, white, whiteville. I mean, it's, and, and when I say that, it's very vanilla. Obviously, yeah, there's like black people and Mexican people and Chinese and Japanese people. It, it, there are other people, but it's suburban, it's, It's middle class, upper middle class. This is where I grew up, bro. I don't care about what people think of where I grew up. This is where I grew up. It's my background. I own it. I am who I am. Okay. It's so real that I'm driving through downtown Walnut Creek today and all of the businesses are boarding up their businesses with plywood. It's so real. I got a text on my phone from the Pleasant Hill Police Department And we get alerts about Walnut Creek. There's a curfew tonight. You can't leave your house past 8 p.m. We're in Walnut Creek. Like, you guys got to understand something. Nothing happens in Walnut Creek. Nothing. Like, every time anything has happened ever, like, Walnut Creek is like a bubble. We're fine. We're good. We're good. This is the first time where it's like, oh, no, no, no. We're not good. Like, shit's going down here right now. This is different for us. This is very different. Especially, like, for me... It's just just one huge thing after another. And and these riots aren't in California. They're worldwide. Or, freaking worldwide. They're nationwide. It's like the whole nation knows what's going on with this. It's crazy. And... um, I am definitely not going to say my opinion on... Whether I think the looting and rioting is okay or not. Obviously, I think that cop should go to jail for killing George Floyd. But, dude, it's... Mm, it's so tough, man. It It's tough because... It's tough because oh, who said this recently? I don't remember who said this, but I just saw this. Either someone texted me or I heard it. And it was an interesting perspective, right? I have a problem saying what's right and wrong in general. In general. Because let's keep it real here, guys. Right and wrong is completely subjective. Completely. It is completely subjective. If somebody, you know, were to attack me and I killed that person, that would be the right thing to do for me. But what if that person felt like what they were coming to do was the right thing? Like, what if these looters and and people who are rioting came into my neighborhood to try and kill me and my family because in their heads, they thought it's okay to kill a white person. But then I take out my gun. I don't own a gun, by the way, I kind of wish I did right now, but let's just say I did own a gun and I killed the guy who tried to kill me. Who's right. Who's wrong in my head. I'm right. He tried to kill me, but you never know what could happen after that. They might look at it as, well, a guy killed another guy. He's wrong. He killed somebody. But you don't really know. So what am I talking about? I'm not talking... To me, what the cop did, wrong, obviously. What I think and what like most people think. But then the looting and the rioting, is that right or is that wrong? I honestly... I have to be honest. I'm actually having a huge problem figuring that out. I don't know. I don't know if it's right or wrong. And here's why. Here's why. This Again, guys... I'm not saying my personal what I feel. What I'm saying is the way things can be perceived. Look what happened to Colin Kaepernick when he kneeled you know, during the uh, national anthem. That was a peaceful protest. What he did wasn't, again, to me personally, wasn't wrong. Because he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't damage anything. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't even say any bad words. He just got on a knee. And what happened? He got blackballed by the NFL. And then people went and took it and said, he, he's, that's against our troops. What? No, it wasn't. It had nothing to do with the troops. It had nothing to do with the troops. Like that, that, that was the media and people taking it and twisting the story. It had nothing to do with supporting our troops or our armed forces. That was just him saying, "Yo, I don't feel like I'm treated equally as a black guy. That's what he was saying. That's all he was saying. He wasn't saying, I hate soldiers. He wasn't saying, F the police. He was just like, dude, I don't feel like it's right. The injustice and the inequality. And look what happened to him. He lost his job, lost his career. No NFL team will take him. Not because he's a bad quarterback, but because of that. So clearly, and and did that make a huge difference? Yeah, I mean, he got famous and it, it, it made a splash. But did it really change the world? No, it really didn't. And how do I know that? Because look what happened to George Floyd. So, So it's hard for me to say that what these people rioting and looting are doing is wrong. Do I think it's the right thing to do to be violent? No. Do I think it's okay to be damaging businesses? No, absolutely not. But I also am like, well, but I'm empathetic. I get it. Like, like the peaceful stuff doesn't work. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. You might come and say, well, what about Martin Luther King? Because my dad said that to me. He goes, well, what about Martin Luther King? He, he did peaceful protests. I go, that's an extremely good point. But I also want to say, what about the people who maybe didn't? You know, I thought this is the point I made again, guys. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a hard, I'm not taking a hard stance in, here's the way I feel. Here's my hard stance, by the way, my hard stance is the racial inequality in this country is freaking ridiculous. What happened to George Floyd is, is so horrible. There's a problem, Right? Black people are not treated equally in society and neither are Asian people and Mexican people and Indian people and anybody of color is not treated the same. They're not. If you're white, you're good to go. Like I know where I'm at. I'm a white male heterosexual. Like I'm lucky. I'm lucky. So I don't, I'm not an idiot, but I have empathy for people of, I don't know the PC term. I'm sorry. Ethnic people, I don't know what to say. I don't I'm not trying to hurt people who are not white. Let's just say that. My stance is I I care about people. But here's the methods of execution. That's where I'm just not knowledgeable enough. Like I don't think looting and rioting is the right thing to do, but I also think I'm not going to sit here and go, what they're doing is just so stupid. It's like, but I get it though. Cause you could use, like I said, the Kaepernick thing is a great example, but so back to the Martin Luther King thing. But what about Malcolm X though? Cause here's my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm going to go so far as to say, let's take Malcolm X out of the equation and say what he did. Let's say he did nothing. And it was only MLK. I know they didn't their movements weren't at the same time, but let's just say, right? Both had the same goal, they had different executions. But what if there what if it was only peaceful protesting and there was no violence at all, you know, during that revolution? Do you think I'm I don't know, but what do you think? I want you to just think about it. Do you think Martin Luther King's movement would have been effective if Malcolm X's movement never happened and vice versa, right? In my opinion, I don't know. I don't think Malcolm X's movement would have really made a ginormous difference anyway because violence isn't perceived very well by the masses, right? Peaceful protests are perceived as easier, right? Cause they're not harming anybody. They're easier to handle. Right? So I don't know. I, do, do I, I don't like what's going on. I don't agree with it. I wish people weren't doing it. I don't like sitting in my house here, here. Here's where it goes though. Here's the direction I'm going. I'm here sitting at home, minding my own business. Right? And they say, Hey, you can't leave your house after 8 PM. Now that's kind of scary. That's scary. I mean, this is, this shit is real. It's in my house. Basically, it's in my backyard. I'm hearing sirens all over the place and shit's going down. I bet Sun Valley Mall is, is that's the mall near me. I bet that mall is getting looted. This is not funny, but you know what? I can sit here. I'm not stupid. I'm going to sit here and say, I wish this wasn't happening. I wish I didn't feel unsafe I wish these people weren't doing this. I wish these people's businesses, you know, I wish businesses weren't getting ruined. But you know what? For every one white guy that says that, there's got to be at least a hundred black guys that go, yeah, well, I wish I wasn't looked at weird every time I walked on the BART train. Like when you're a black man or a black woman, I bet you probably think, God, I hope I don't get pulled over today. I never think about that. You know what I mean? Now, you got to get, you know, I just heard about another gentleman who I don't remember the name, but he was jogging in in like Georgia. And like some like white son and dad followed him and killed him for running. What? Like, so I'm not going to I I just it just this is Lee Litvin's personal opinion. I doesn't make sense to me to say the writing and looting is those people are it, it I can't judge them I just can't you can all you want the media can judge them but the reason the media is judging them is because it's it's what we're what's happening is making life way more difficult and uncomfortable you know and so I get it and uh, I get it but I don't think it's right and I think the first, I, I personally think the first step toward making progress in humanity is just understanding each other. I'm not going to sit here and go, what you're doing is, blah, blah, blah. No. why don't you just try to understand what that person's going through? I go through it, you know, I coach youth basketball. And when I'm coaching a younger person, like, listen to me, I'm talking about 8-year-old, 9-year-old, 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old, younger people, not children, younger I'm coaching a ten-year-old, and I sub the ten-year-old out of the game, and I say, "Hey, listen, you know, you weren't rebounding. I need you to rebound. I don't know, whatever." And if that kid, what if that kid throws a temper tantrum? You don't think I've had kids throw temper tantrums in my face? I'm not gonna look at that kid and say and get mad at them for throwing a temper tantrum. They're younger. It's they're it's a they're children. They're supposed to throw temper tantrums. And what about how they're raised? I don't really – I might know their mom and dad, but I don't really know how they're raised. So I got to think, well, maybe the kid throws temper tantrums at home and the parents let him get away with it. So why would I get mad at this kid when it's their parents' fault they're throwing the temper tantrum, not, not theirs? It's the same thing with the writing and the looting. I'm not saying, I, and I'm not comparing the writing and looting to throwing a temper tantrum. It's kind of similar, though, actually, if you think about it. But you can't sit here and just go, "What these people are doing, you shouldn't do. like." When a kid throws a temper tantrum, I don't, I don't immediately look at the kid and go, "Don't talk to me that way." Don't you? No, I'm like thinking in my head. Well, the first thing I think is. His parents probably let him throw temper tantrums. So I just look, you know, I, I might handle it and say, hey, listen, like, I'm not mad at you. Like, I get it. You're upset you got taken out. I'm not even mad. I just needed to pull you out of the, g-. this is every single, what I'm about to say has always worked, never failed. When a kid comes and I pull a kid out from making mistakes and they're super upset, they're frantic, they're like crying. I go, hey, listen, I go, look, look at me. I'm not mad. I go, I need to tell you something. I need to communicate a message to you. While you're running around on the court, I can't tell you. You're not going to hear me. You're not going to listen. You're on a court. You're playing. So I wanted to pull you out so that you could hear what I'm telling you because I wanted to take this opportunity to improve you and help you get better. Every single time I've done that, the kid is boom. No more tears. Kid's fine. Sits on the back. I go, you're going back in the game. You know that, right? And I'll say that to him. I'll say, you're going to go back in. Like, go get some water. Calm down. You're gonna go in the game again. So just, we're fine. Every time I've said that, the kid's fine. Without snapping my fingers, it's like a magic trick. Boom. It's the same thing with our fellow man in our country. When we look at these police officers, don't go running up saying, you don't have to say F the police. You don't have to. I know police officers. I know police officers who aren't racist, who are great people, who became police officers to help, to help. So to just say F the police, it's like, that'd be like saying, I I can't even say it, but for me, like a police officer kills an innocent black man. I'm not going to sit here and say F the police. I say F that police officer, Right? But, but see, here's the thing. Again, I have empathy because if you're from the hood and every single day a police officer is in your face harassing you, like if that happened to me, maybe I would say F the police. You know, for a really long time, I used to say F teachers. I obviously grew out of that. But when I was a kid, imagine every single teacher, every single day of my life, every freaking minute of my day, teachers in my face, pissing me off, ruining my life, making me feel like a mental prisoner, harassing me, stop talking, blah, 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 all this shit. In my head, when I was a kid, when I was in middle school, I said, F teachers. I hate every teacher. Obviously, I grew out of it. But that's how I felt. If you're living in a bad neighborhood and that's the police, I can understand you saying F the police. I get it. But we do do need to try to look at the bigger picture. It's not right to go to businesses and ruin somebody's business. That's not the right thing to do. By the way, especially with this coronavirus thing, because most of these businesses were just shut down for like eight to 10 weeks. They were they were not doing business. Some of these businesses finally just opened back up and they're probably really excited to get going again. They probably felt like their lives were going to be ruined from COVID-19. Their lives were gonna be ruined. And you know what they did? They opened back up to this. Now people are ruining their business. They're like, dude, what if, what if the person's, like, think about this. If you're somebody who wants to go loot and riot, and and you just ruin someone's business, what if you just ruin someone's business who's on your side? What if you're a black man and you go ruining another black business? That's f- that's fucking stupid. What are you doing? That's where the shit gets stupid. That's where this stuff gets out of hand, right? But the problem is, like, what do you expect? Cops kill innocent black people and there is no repercussions. What about George Zimmerman who killed Trayvon Martin? That to me was like one of the worst things I've ever heard. Trayvon Martin, he's just walking in a neighborhood. I think he was probably going to his dad's house and he had like some snacks like an Arizona and Skittles. And this fucking racist dude comes out of his house and acts like he's like the neighborhood watch guy. Harasses this kid, and ends up killing him, and guess what? He didn't go to jail. Guess what happened after that? That same guy who killed that innocent black kid and didn't go to jail, ended up getting an assault and battery like a month or two later. Like it turned, and he had a DUI. It turned out that this George Zimmerman dude was a bad person, and he didn't get repercussions for killing an innocent black kid. So. I'm here saying, obviously, I'm not a believer in looting and rioting. But I'm also going to sit here and go, fuck, I get it, dude. I totally get it. It's like if someone walks up to me and punches me, like, what do you expect me to do, bro? Not punch them back? Like, I'm going to hit you back. Like, if I have a gun in my pocket for self-defense... And somebody pulls a gun in my fucking face. I'm gonna pull that gun and kill them. What? It's no hesitation. Like that's the reason I kind of wish I owned a gun right now. We don't own. We don't own any. So like, 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 like dude, I'm hearing helicopters, sirens. They got plywood up on the businesses. Sun Valley Mall's getting looted. Dude, if people came in our neighborhood and started acting crazy, bro, I I would not hesitate to kill somebody if they came at me. There's no, no hesitation. None. If somebody walks up to my house and I don't know them, I'm cocking that gun back, I'm getting ready. Like, I live with my mom and dad. I'm protecting them. Like, dude, it's no question. So that's, by the way, a whole nother discussion. And I'm not even trying to make this whole entire podcast, a political podcast. This is called the music mastery podcast. And guys, I'm going to be honest with you. This episode has got nothing to do with music. I don't know if you figured that out. I'm not talking about music on this podcast. And I think the, you know, one thing too, I'll tie into it is like, I try really hard not to let outside things affect me like even the COVID-19 thing which obviously affected me I was like dude I'm gonna keep doing my thing I'm gonna keep making music I'm gonna grind I'm not gonna let this COVID bring me down well now it's kind of at a point where I'm like I can't ignore what's going on it's actually happening in my backyard I hear what's going on the COVID thing was tough for me because I didn't see it like I saw people in masks but I didn't really know anyone who got sick I didn't know anybody who died I didn't get symptoms my mom and dad didn't so I was like, it, it was almost like a myth. It's not, but in my head, I'm like, bro, this is like a myth. Like I don't even see this shit. Fire, you see a fire. The rooting and light, uh, the, the 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 rioting and the looting. I'm hearing it. I hear helicopters. I hear sirens. I see plywood. This shit is real in my town. We're talking about. I get a text on my phone from Pleasant Hill PD. Don't leave your house after 8 p.m. We got a curfew tonight. That's real. I can't ignore that. Now, I'm still grinding. I'm still doing my thing. But it's top of mind. Like, it's actually crazy. I'm going to sleep tonight. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I have no idea. And you know what I'm thinking tonight? I'm thinking, man, God bless the police officers in Walnut Creek. I hope they protect me. I'm depending on police officers right now. I really am. Real talk. I am depending on police officers right now. Everybody in Walnut Creek is depending on police officers. If you live in Walnut Creek and you're saying F the police, that doesn't make sense to me. Because they are gonna they're protecting us tonight. You know what I mean? Um I don't really have a moral of the story here. I kind of just felt like yesterday I was starting to think, oh, you know, maybe I should I should probably voice my opinion on what's going on with this George Floyd situation and everything. But today. When it got into my backyard, I was like, okay, I I I kind of feel like I gotta say something now. This is crazy. Um 2020 has completely sucked, I think. And I'm not, a, you know me, I'm not a negative person, but 2020 has sucked for the world. Uh I mean, I've been doing okay. I lost 30 pounds. I finished 75 hard. I finished phase one. I think I finished like, god damn, how many books did I finish? I finished like one. So like I've finished like four or five books this year already. Nah, not this year, but well, I think this year I finished three books. I mean, I'm I'm doing cool. I'm putting out music. I'm about to make some money with my, um, my beat funnel. I'm doing my thing. So it doesn't suck for me personally, but like the world is in such an insane, crazy place that like, bro, like I, I, it, it sucks. Like this sucks. This completely sucks. Uh, I mean, you, like, I think the way I feel, I feel like so optimistic about the future. Why? Because when this COVID thing is over and we can go back to like somewhat normal life, like, that will be fucking awesome. Like, I'm going to appreciate life more. Things like going out to eat, going on vacation, flying on an airplane, traveling wherever I want, touching a door handle without tripping, walking into a place without wearing a mask, coaching basketball. that All that stuff is going to be better for me. It's going to taste sweeter. So, you know, I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned is just being appreciative of everything. That you have. Be appreciative of everything you have, man. All right? Hey, if you enjoyed... This was a cool episode. I've never recorded an episode talking about politics and social issues and racial issues. Like, I never talk about that stuff. But this shit is so real, I had to talk about it. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel, leave a rating and review, and share this with a friend. Maybe a friend of yours... You might know a friend who's into social issues and you would be like, hey, that guy Lee I've told you about before, because hopefully you've told a friend about me. Hey, that guy Lee I've told you about before, he has this cool episode talking about racial issues. Check it out, listen to it, all right? Guys, thank you. God, you know what's crazy? I didn't even get to talk about what happened to me today. Should I talk about it now? Nah, let's wrap it up. I'll talk about it tomorrow. It's all good. Guys, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace! Peace. Visions of a legend, visions of a legend. legend, Visions of a legend, visions of a legend. Visions of a legend, visions of a legend.